This is episode 412 for March 2016, and the name of that song is called Timey Kangaroo Down Sport, sung by Ralph Harris, not Ralph the Dog. And uh, George suggested this one. I'd never heard of it before, but when it comes to opening songs for a fight about a kangaroo and a spider, yeah, this one will do. I don't know of any other kangaroo songs. But uh, before we get on with our Friday Night Fight, I'd like to ask for your support. Log on to our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says Support This Site via PayPal, and you can help us pay the bills to host 400-plus MP3s up on our server and pay for the bandwidth costs that it takes for you to download them 24-7. All right, gang, on with the show. We're headed back to... February of 1970, George, with Amazing Spider-Man number 81, this is the, coming, the Coming of the Kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is by Stan Lee and John Buscema. Exactly. <laughs> Our pal Sal's uh, brother. Exactly, And yep. during, towards... Buscema had a great run on the Avengers. Yeah, he, he did. He was a workhorse, man. Yeah. I mean, while he was working on Avengers, he was doing fill-ins on other titles and doing Savage Sword of Conan. Uh, see, I never read those, but... Like, a you, lot, you, I mean, like... Not, I take that back. Yeah, he was doing Conan comics and yeah. Savage Sword and doing a whole lot of other crap. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, the, the man was was my first introduction to Buscema was uh, he was doing the 1980s Roger Stern Avengers, yeah. and uh, also that VHS I sent off for tw- twenty bucks with him and Stan teaching me how to draw. Yeah, and uh, I, did you send off for that? By the way, I had that. I bought it at the bookstore. Me too. Me too. They released it on DVD too. I have it on DVD. Yeah, and it's that's funny. when I learned about the power of perspective. That was mm. my favorite chapter. Nice. I agree on and, that and too. That was, I remember yeah, that. And and you know because because Bashima would t- would show you the difference of yes. just a straight on thing, and then like looking down on a guy for, from an angle. Yeah. You know, and the same thing, and that that was powerful for me. That's I think that's part of why I might not be such a fan of the Ditko era. <laughs> <laughs> I think John Buscema may have ruined me for Steve. Oh, that damn, v- that damn VHS. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, we've got an offbeat fight. This. <laughs> yeah, dude, the kangaroo. Yeah, the kangaroo. Um, and this is going to be an interesting fight, and it it doesn't go. To, if you're out there and you haven't read this story, it's weird. It's weird, and it's probably not going to go down the way you think it's going to go down. <laughs> um, so we'll just get into it. You know, we'll, uh, we'll start off. You know, Peter's swinging through the city. You know, he uh, he kind of buzzes the tower on Jonah. You know, at the bugle. You know, just kind of having fun. He's he's late to pick up Aunt May from the train station, and I forgot where she had gone. Does she say? I can't remember. Uh, was it to visit Aunt Anna or something? I for, I don't know. No, I don't have it in front of me, but I forgot. It's all right. Aunt May's coming back on a Yeah, train. and he goes to pick her up. But on the same train, on the same train, is a criminal named the Kangaroo. And at first they tell you, we're going to deport you. You don't initially learn where he comes from. You know, yeah. They just say, we're going to deport you. I mean, you kind of do the math with Kangaroo. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's like, he's, he's broad, he's stocky, you know, he's got the punchy face, you know, the, the square mm-hmm. jaw and everything, and... 
And and so the authorities are like, well, you know, we've got to cuff you from here on out, you know, to take you to the deportation place. Well, he's not having any. He starts smacking people around with this little – I guess it's supposed to be like a carry-on bag or something, but it looks like a lunch mail. <laughs> You know those used to get hurt. when they were metal lunch pails. Those hurt. Yeah, and 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 I guess these he takes down these uh, immigration guys, these immigration agents or whoever, um, and and makes his getaway. Well, you know Peter sees the entire thing because he's with Aunt May, yeah. and and so the kangaroo is like you know he's jumping literally jumping through the subway to the to the train station, and then finally jumps through the glass and he's like I'm free. No one's ever making a fall guy of the kangaroo again. You know. Yeah. So, he, you know, he's out, and then you, he starts to think about his life and <laughs> and his origin. And I, I'm going to read it. Okay, this is this him good. without a shirt, looking at kangaroos. I, <laughs> just a and, and then that's when you learn. You know, he was he was uh, <clears throat> in Australia, and he says, "I remember I'd spend my vacations studying kangaroos." And he's like, the way they run and jump, if only a man could learn. <laughs> so then the next panel is him jumping with kangaroos, and he's shirtless again. Yeah. And, he, and, and he's like, I lived in kangaroo country, eating what they ate, going where they went, working, training. And, and he says out loud, I can keep up with any of them. <laughs> and then it cuts – so apparently being able to jump around like a kangaroo equates to being able to kick the crap out of other people. And this guy didn't have any mutant powers. I didn't see in the story. No, no, no. He gets what's born with the ability of a kangaroo. He's gonna get not not born, working. Brad training. He watched. He what, trained. He, he ate what they ate. That's he went what he where did. they went. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, they uh, he. <laughs> Next thing you see, he's in a boxing ring, and he's and he's just he's clubber laying people, <laughs> you know. And they they kick him out because I I um, he hurts a guy in the ring when he jumps yeah. up and kicks him, and they're like, "Oh no, this man's a beast! He's a killer! Get him!" So the crowd turns on him. Apparently, after some of them lost a lot of money, I'm guessing. And then <laughs> he runs off. Um. And he's like, I have to get away. I have to leave the country where, where they can't trace me. And so he goes to America, and apparently, you know, he gets to America and just start. He's like, I'll go to America and just beat ass in New York. Why not? You know. Um. So he he decides he's going to start. He, he's like, Well, I'm in New York. I need to beat ass. I'm going to need some money. You know. <laughs> and so he he robs like he waits until like he sees some like security officers transporting cash out, and then he jumps them. <laughs> so he can get the cash. He beats up these like uh, you know like uh, security guys or, or or you know money guards or whoever they are. They're not cops, I don't guess. I guess they're just you know bank guards. Yeah. And uh, and he roughs them up, and he's like you know he even tells them he's like I'm the kangaroo. He pulls a, a page out of uh, the movie Electro's book. Yeah. Don't you know I'm the kangaroo? <laughs> and uh, and so <clears throat> so um. He bounces away. He's like leapfrogging over cars <laughs> to get away with, with this vial of whatever it is. Like he thinks is money. Mm -hmm. But it turns out it's not money. It's some sort of strain of deadly bacteria Oops. that we learn about <laughs> later. But he looks at this vial with like black liquid in it, and he's like, is it money? It must be some kind of, uh, some kind of jewels or something. 
You know, this guy is not the sharpest crayon in the box, Brad. No, dude. Um, no. So he's like, well, I'll have to, I'll have to sell this later. Might as well get started now. <laughs> so you know, he swings away, or not swings, but you know, he he ducks away to plot his next move, and then Spider-Man hears, or Peter's at home with Aunt May, and he hears it on the news. Oh, this uh, the the kangaroo is struck, and he stole some ba- experimental bacteria that could kill everybody. Eh? <laughs> where does where does he hide it? Unleash a plague to the city, right? In his shirt, he hides it in his shirt, of course. So yeah, so he, <laughs> and and so Peter's like, oh uh, well, I've got to get to doing something. Oh, Aunt May, uh, I I don't feel good. I I should go to bed. And Aunt May's like, oh okay, yeah, just you if you don't feel good, get right back to bed. And so he gets in bed and makes a web dummy of himself. <laughs> and puts the web dummy into the bed. I, do you think Stan was kind of phoning this one in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, just the villain is a kangaroo. I know, you know, and well, you know, I, I, it reminds me of another one that worked, which was the rhino. Yeah, it's another animal in the zoo. Yeah, but I mean, rhino—that's a rhino. This is a kangaroo. Well, ca- do you think kangaroo? when you think of kangaroos, do you think of beating ass or things that are well, tough? It, when I think of kangaroos and fighting, I think of like a boxing ring with you know you always see the kangaroo fighting the boxer. I'm, I can see where Stan was trying to go with it. Yeah, but it just didn't work. But well, but that doesn't mean. Spider-Man doesn't put up a fight with this this fight club. No, no, it's... I mean, there's a fight yeah, here. Yeah, no, there's a legit fight yeah. here. There is a legit fight, just, I'll give you that. With the kangaroo. With the goddamn guy with the blonde hair that's basically fighting the, the villain equivalent of uh, Crocodile Dundee. Mm, yeah, that's not a knife. Yeah. <laughs> so so Spidey chases this guy down, you know, he he leaves, he he leaves the web dummy in Peter's bed, and he, and he speaks out, what a weird... <laughs> trying to find, trying to find the kangaroo, and he finally does find kangaroo, and kangaroo gets the, gets the drop on him first. Yeah. Kangaroo manages to, to kind of jump up and kick him, and, and, and Spidey's like, look, I'm not trying to trap you, let's talk this out, I don't have, I don't want to have to beat ass. Um, he doesn't actually say that. No. But Kangaroo tries to jump at Spidey. Now, Spidey's able to get away from Kangaroo a little bit better than he was Medusa's hair yeah. um, last month. But Kangaroo – His feet are like Stegron's tail. Yeah, but Kangaroo, <laughs> but, but Kangaroo is eventually able to connect with him. Like he's throwing so many punches and everything, and finally you know, he gets uh, he, he gets Spidey at a moment where he um, – where he's like, oh my gosh, you know uh, – I'm, I'm, I hesitated too long. No time to dodge, and he hit Spidey like right in the face. <laughs> all you see is Spidey's hands is like you know like there's all this red yeah. action. Art this is why Spidey's the human hero. He gets beat in the face by a kangaroo guy. Right? Yeah. I mean, so while while Peter's dizzy and recovering, kangaroo's already jumping away. You know. Yeah. Um, or hopping away. And they're like, oh, he's leaving. And then, But it turns out he's not leaving. He's doubling back to, to, to go after Spidey again. <laughs> you know, and, and he's about to jump down on him, and, and Spidey finally just backhands him. <laughs> finally, just I mean, just backhands him, you know. It's more of a bitch slap. It, it is. I wasn't going to say that because I don't think it's PC anymore. But I'll, oh, I guess, but I'll let you do it, Brad. Sure. <laughs> I remember one night you you said something about Uh-oh. Ike and Tina and I cringed. I was like, "Oh my god!" Ooh, did I say yeah, that? I was like, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna attack us on iTunes. Somebody's gonna attack us on somewhere. Damn. We're gonna get a uh, you know someone's gonna uh, someone somewhere is gonna gonna be very upset. So sorry, everybody. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, Spidey backhands him, <clears throat> and uh, 
knocks him to the ground, and, and Kangaroo's like, oh, you caught me by surprise. I, I thought you were beaten, but this time I'll make sure you're proper finished. <laughs> Not just finished, Brad. Proper, proper baby. Proper finished. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, meanwhile, back in Aunt May's apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Aunt May <laughs> and the web dummy. Aunt, Aunt May finds the web dummy and <laughs> out like she's had a heart attack and drops. Oh! She's bringing Peter some, some ointment or something. or No, she's got a spoon. She's bringing him some kind of cough syrup or something. Cerobitus. Yeah, and yeah. then she just passes out over, over the feet of the web dummy right. in the bed. Right. And they try to make you think that she's dead, and then a, a deep and deep silence pervades the shadowy room once more. <laughs> just, I mean, just, just you know, Stan, come on. Yeah, man. it's you're trying too hard on that one, Stan. I love you. I know. I, I love you a little too, too hard. Yeah. Meanwhile, back on the beating ass front, um, <laughs> Spidey tries to jump on top of Kangaroo, and Kangaroo kicks him in the midsection, Ouch. sends him flying. Uh, Past like a part of like a you know like the the cornerstone I guess of the top not the cornerstone but like the roof of a building you know like kicks him through like that whatever the part is that's like bricked up but raised above the actual roof itself right I don't know what they call that because uh, you know I, I'm not an architect that, except, nor do you play one right. on a podcast so uh, and he, and he knocks him back through this I mean like there's debris flying everywhere and Spidey manages to web out before he falls and. Uh, swings back around on top of Kangaroo and manages to get Kangaroo. When Kangaroo goes to jump on him, Spidey's quicker, and he grabs him with the legs. Yeah. And at first I'm like, oh, this is going to be the coup de grace. You know, he's he's about (laughs) to just knock this bozo out. But no, the bacteria falls out of his pocket. Uh Uh-oh. And Spidey's like, oh, no, the bacteria. And he webs it to stop, but him webbing it and, and, and securing the bacteria and saving New York from a plague... Allows kangaroo to escape, and escape he does pretty quickly. Again, Spider Man is not at a hundred. He can't haul off and beat this guy. He's worried about breaking the vial in the guy's shirt. Right, he's worried uh, that he's yeah. going to cause a plague. So Spidey here yeah. is hindered a great deal. Right, it's like a like a kingpin fight with his arm in a cast. Right, but I mean technically, yeah. no, I'm going to call this a draw because because kangaroo neither one of them beats knocks the other one out. They both got good hits in. Yeah. Um, right. And the bad guy got away, but he didn't get away with what he with what he thought were jewels, right? You know, he got, but he did get away <laughs> with his loot. But um, you know, and 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 Spider Man didn't apprehend him. Spider Spider Man lets him get away because he's got the vial and he wants to secure the bacteria. And he's like, he's sure to hop into the arms of the law sooner or later. <laughs> anyhow, ho ho ho! Uh, Somewhere, a, a younger Brad Douglas read this in a reprint. <laughs> and and he learned about and he learned puns. about puns yeah. and he never since. <laughs> we should do his next appearance, which is one twenty six sometime, which is November of nineteen seventy three. That was the next time he showed up. Um, let, let me tell you a little bit about. I've got the Wikipedia page over about the kangaroo because this is an often overlooked villain in Spider Man. He gets pack. he gets powered up later on. He does in one twenty six. He gets powered up. And uh, here, I'll read the Wikipedia entry. Uh, let's see. Upon f- f- The kangaroo battled the web-slinger who had underestimated his previously underpowered enemy. As the kangaroo was gaining the upper hand, Dr. Harrow activated an implant in Oliver's brain, which caused him great pain and forced him to obey him or suffer agony. Uh, let's see. 
the two battles, Spider-Man found and the attempts, Spider-Man attempted to convince the kangaroo of the dangers of the isotope's radiation. Refusing to listen to his enemy, the kangaroo burst into the room which held the isotope and was reduced to a pile of ashes upon exposure to the radiation. So he appeared twice. And uh, it seems in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man number 242 in January of 97, there was Kangaroo 2. Uh, let's see, Brian Hibbs took up the, the mantle of the kangaroo, and his origin is, um, although not from Australia, he idolized the original kangaroo, going as far Stop. as to spend years... Stop. Stop. Studying the exploits of Frank Oliver began imitating his speech and style. Hibbs adopted Oliver's costume and appearance but decided against confronting Spider-Man. To better prepare himself to avenge his idol, Hibbs secured a job working for the corporation as one of their agents based out of Taylor, Mississippi. <laughs> he idolized He idolized the kangaroo. the kangaroo. And then while he was bouncing through New York City and shouting for people to get out of his way, Hibbs was knocked out by a single punch from Spider-Man, who swung away, literally laughing about the situation in Spec 242. They're not all banner days for Spidey. Oh, this is funny. You know? now, now, as if as if our friend Frank Oliver, uh, you thought he was dead, but he did come back in an issue of Deadpool. <laughs> Lord. Deadpool Volume 3, Number 0, which is the one where you had to buy Wizard Magazine and send off for it. The entry on Wikipedia says, Sometime after his death, Armin Zola recovered some of Frank's DNA and created a proto-husk of the deceased villain. When Deadpool followed another proto-husk to Zola's lair, the kangaroo proto-husk was used to assault Deadpool. He, he was the second proto-husk to die felled by a single shot from Deadpool now. <laughs> yeah, when you're Spider-Man, they're not all banner days. Some days you take yeah. down Fire Lord, other days you can't you can't tackle a kangaroo. I know, man. That's what makes him the everyman hero. And there was misproduct product placement here with that Jack in the Box. Oh. <laughs> Only the old people listening right now will understand that. Jack in the Box. There you yeah. go. Bo- tying it all in the Spider-Man. <laughs> Let me tie it in the Spider-Man. Uh... The uh, oh, the voice actor of Amazing Friends, Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> was, uh, 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 oh God, I can't think of his name. I interviewed him. Uh, Dan Gilvazan. He did advertisements for Jack in the Box. Back in the eighties. Did and he, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember one commercial he did. He was in Lederhosen. Yeah. He was just <laughs> like a like a guy in the Alps or something. And to tie it in even more, he's from Missouri. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's what you get on the Fight Club. A little bit of history, a little bit of fun, and a kangaroo hopping in your on ass. The, uh, wow! <laughs> God almighty. 